Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in and checking me out here on the World Wide Web. It's your girl, Charvette Mitchell, and I am excited to have you listening in from wherever you are. You know what? Um, We broadcast here live from Richmond, Virginia, but we are heard all across the World Wide Web, and we appreciate all of our listeners that are tuning in from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, from Charvette.com, all of our broadcast stations, iTunes, uh, from a mobile app, from the Alexa device. We are just glad to have you here. And you know the goal of my show, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we're going to do that today with two dynamic guests that I have lined up. So hanging out with me. In the virtual studio, I'm going to be bringing up her up to the mic momentarily. We have Dee Edwards joining us. O to the M to the G. She's a taxpreneur, a startup business expert, an entrepreneur with 10 years of experience. And listen, she is a faith-based business leader. So you know that is connecting with a lot of our listeners uh, today. She's an author. We're going to chat a little bit about her best-selling book, 10 Mistakes Startup Businesses Make and How to Avoid Them. She is the founder of IRS Tax Schooling, uh, and this has allowed her to create educational courses approved by the IRS to provide tax professionals with sufficient training. So we have an expert in-house today uh, in our first segment, but then we don't want you to move because in our second segment we're excited to feature one of the co-authors of Unchain My Legacy, author Tanya R. Moore, is joining us in the virtual studio. We're going to chat all about her chapter. Uh, her chapter in this book is amazing. Listen, Unchain My Legacy, each author in this book really exposes um, truth about their stories and reveals decisions that they that have really threatened to shackle them and hold them down, but they came up out of it. And her chapter is called, I Swear I Heard God Laughing. Oh, my goodness. Just from the title alone, you should stick around. So this is what I want you to do. Jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, wherever you are. If you're listening live or later, share the broadcast out and say, you need to come in and listen to the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Hello to those that are uh, listening from the phone lines. We see you and we say thank you as well. So let's go ahead and jump right up uh, to the first segment. I got a, I had an opportunity to meet this young lady in person. Uh, I don't always meet all of my guests uh, in person, but just a dynamic spirit. And so I'm really excited to have Dee Edwards on the show. Welcome to the show, Dee. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here today. I am glad to have you. And listen, you are just a spitfire. You just, you got a lot of energy. You're just amazing. I love that. Thank you so much. I try. I love it. I love it. And, you know, because sometimes people think about, um, especially in the tax side, of somebody very stuffy and very like, ooh, I don't want to talk to that person. And their their head is down, um, in you know, in the weeds. But um, you you bring a different angle. So let's let's back up for our listeners and just okay. tell us a little bit about how everything started for you uh, in business. 
Okay. So the, the funny thing, Charvette, is that I never thought that I would be a full-time entrepreneur. I knew that I always had the spirit of entrepreneurship because when I was in middle school, I was that candy lady. I was the one that sold candy, mm-hmm. and potato chips while I was in school. But I never saw it as my full-time uh, um, pay my full-time job. I, I never thought this would be the journey. And um, I was pregnant on bed rest with my first biological child, and I was fired from my job. I needed two additional, oh. yeah, I needed two additional weeks on bed rest, and um, I was fired. And during that time, I wasn't good with my money. My husband and I, you know, we were doing well for ourselves because I had a six-figure compensation packet, but that happened all of, all of a sudden. And so when I tried to look for other jobs, everybody wanted to start me out as entry level. They wanted my gifts, but they did not want to pay for it. Mm. And so I asked mm. God, I was like, God, please help me, help me, help me to get past this hump, and what should I do? And he told me to use what he, what he had placed inside of me. And that was my first time tapping into entrepreneurship, like, by myself. And this was the time where business coaches were not around. It wasn't a lot of help mm. on the scene to start a business. And my husband, he gave me my startup capital to start a shoe business, and it was called Strictly Heels. And so I, I started my entrepreneurship journey from being fired. And I asked God, I said, God, if you get me through this, please, please don't ever allow me to depend on a job for my income or for my, my, my family to be taken care of because I did not want my, my, my life to be yeah. in the hands of someone else. And it all started. Wow. And I, so we hear, we hear God, you know, definitely as a part of really who you are and how you involved him in even these decisions. Do you think sometimes people kind of try to separate, like push God over here, but they don't bring him into the business or they don't bring him into key decisions in their life? Oh, absolutely. It happens all the time because when I first started out in business, and what I don't tell a lot of people is that my husband, he's a senior pastor of the Celebration Church, so we serve in the capacity as senior leaders of a church. And so I was the one, when I embarked on to entrepreneurship, I wanted to separate the two. I never wanted anyone to know my role in the church and that I was married to a pastor. I wanted them to only focus on business. So I was very mindful not to mention God. I didn't have faith-based principles or scriptures anywhere near my business at all. I want it to be strictly business. Yeah, and so as I I, um, just start achieving great success in my business, people will always ask me, how? How did I do this? How was I able to accomplish this? Because I've been able to tear down barriers in business. And just Mm. for the simple fact that God has given me another chance in life, especially from where I come from to who I am today. And when they start asking me these questions, Charvette, I had no other choice. I couldn't take the glory. I couldn't boast that it was just my talents and my skills and my gifts alone. It was really my obedience to God who opened up these doors. If it was not for God dropping it in my spirit to start a shoe store, you best believe I would have never started it. If it wasn't for God that told me to go forth and write these books and, and to, um, 
uh, to just reach out to certain people and to just do certain things, I would yeah. have never done it. And so he has definitely been the foundation. And listen, Charvetta, when you've been in business for a while, you mm-hmm. need a solid foundation mm-hmm. that is built on something else <laughs> than, than money, <laughs> something else other than people. You really need to have um, a higher power that you believe in because when all of that fade away, all you have left really is your faith and your hope and your belief. And so what profits a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? And so I was like, okay, God, you have given me the ability to obtain wealth, but I don't want that apart from you. Show me how to make you and what you placed inside of me work together. Yes. Okay, so first of all, I feel like I ought to be saying co-pastor or first (laughs) lady Edwards. No, 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 no. no. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay, co-pastor, because I hear 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 co-pastor coming out, and it is fine over here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. I have a huge faith-based audience. But thank you for saying that. And I always say, I was saying this to somebody um, not too long ago, even if a person is not, if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, business owner, whatever, even if you don't identify with a religion, there is some level of faith that you have to have. Like yes, there's yes. whatever you, you, even if you don't know what you are calling it, there yes. has to be a level of faith. You, you have to because, oh, Charbetta, wow. I'll say so much, Lord have mercy, in this journey of being an entrepreneur that it, it was greater than yeah. just me by myself. I would not have been able to overcome some of the obstacles without being able to pray to God and ask him to give me wisdom because if any man lack it, he'll give it to him. So I've had to ask God to give me wisdom on how to handle different aspects in business. So, you know, um, sometimes what I've realized is, that you need that divine power, you need that divine intervention mm-hmm. and instruction because it's beyond what people can see. Because if I was to listen just solely to what people say, I would be duplicating the efforts of people. And so God, he would give you wisdom and he would give you witty ideas and help you to be creative to make you stand out yeah. in the marketplace. He will cause money to, to come to you when you in, involve him and integrate him into your your business. Now, Charvetta, I'm not saying every time that you stand up before people to utilize mm-hmm. biblical principles, you got to say Isaiah 51 and 2 say this, or the Lord is my shepherd. You don't have to say that because when your business is built upon him, it flows out of you anyway without having to, you know, be be what, what I would say so religious in it because I'm not religious. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so. I, I thank you. Yes, thank you for stating, <laughs> stating that. So it's not saying that you are forcing it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a part of you, and it comes out when when need be. All right. And That's so right. this is perfect. This is a perfect segue to really kind of chat about one area one area of your expertise, which is that kind of startup place. So there are a lot of people that are listening who may have an idea. They may have a side gig, a side hustle, or they're just kind of getting their feet wet. Um, What are maybe, you know, one or two or three things you might tell someone that is in that startup space, um, you know, that you've seen other people kind of struggle with? Okay. So first of all, 
if you have never heard me say it before you or hear me say it today, is that you have to have the mindset in order to not just start but also to sustain what you're building. A lot of times when we start building businesses, Charvetta, we are we're so busy with mm-hmm. just thinking about today, but you have to think your mindset has to think futuristic and you have to build your business from the end forward with the end in mind forward. So that means that when you're starting your business, move out of the hobby mentality. Have the mindset that you really are a business owner, a CEO. Therefore, you need to have certain things in place in order for others to understand that you're taking your role as an entrepreneur serious. Oh, okay. So that is so key. So that others know you are mm-hmm. taking your role serious. So a lot of times we get stuck in our head like we know we're serious. But right. is it evident to mm-hmm. to others? Is it is it right. evident to others? And that's how I feel, you know, as a web designer, when I see somebody with a free website and they they're charging okay. their services five thousand oh dollars. Oh my god! Like, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> it it doesn't make sense. And there are free sites that you can get that don't say free. But when I see it big and bold and a yellow bar that the site is free and your service is 5000 then you haven't convinced me that you have taken your, your business serious. Ooh, and so you wrote a whole book uh, about this. So 10 <laughs> mistakes startup businesses make and how to avoid them. So what made you say, okay, I need to write a book about this? Well, because there were a lot of pricey mistakes that I pay, I paid. And I wanted to help other entrepreneurs or those who are in that startup space to avoid the mistakes that I made. Because I'm like this, Charvetta, if I see that you made a mistake, I don't have to make mm-hmm. the same mistake. I'll learn from you. And so I was hoping right. with writing this book that people would just take what I have have learned and paid for <laughs> with the pricey mistakes. And also I give them the solution in this book to overcome um, so they won't have to fall into the traps of the mistake that I've made. And I wanted it to be a book of solutions because when I started out, I really just didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. And um, I I paid paid the price to be here, but I wanted to help others to, to avoid those pricing mistakes. All right. And so how can listeners pick up a copy? Yeah, it's very easy. They can go to my website, D Edwards, that's D-E-E, Edwards, with an S, online.com, or they can just go to Amazon. All right. Either way, jump over Mm -hmm. there and uh, grab that if that uh, applies to you. And so let's talk about the tax side of the house. So how did that, where does that play a role um, kind of just in your overall, um, you know, business and and your skills? Okay, so that that's funny. I've been preparing taxes since I was 19 years old. So I've never, um, so that's that's nearly 20 years, and um, I never yeah. saw it as something that I was going to do full time. It was just something that I was good at. Family and friends that came to me for it. So after I uh, was in the shoe industry, I liquidated my business and I sold my mm. inventory to another startup boutique. And I took that money and I said, Well, I'm going to open up a tax firm because I knew that this was going to be the most profitable way for the money that I was investing into the company. So I liquidated one business and then I put it into this this business. And so I have a brick and mortar location. And so I started opening up different locations um, throughout Alabama. And from there, 
I started training my team, and I put together um, what what we call now a course. I didn't even know it was called a course back then. I just put together like a training <laughs> to train my team, uh-huh. and I could train someone who knew nothing about the industry from my training, and they loved it. They was like, oh, my goodness, this is so good. And so I thought it was good, but when they said it was good, I was like, okay, this must be really good. And so then right. I opened it up for other tax business owners to um, offer their team the same training. So other tax Mm. business owners, they would pay me to train their team through my training. And so they would say that, oh, this was so good. I was like, I think so too. How can I receive more validation and credibility behind what I put together? And that's how I end up becoming the first continuing education um, school that's approved by uh, the IRS in Alabama. My goodness. And so, you know, most people, if they hear at IRS, they're like, ooh, shaking in their boots if, you know, if they feel like they haven't gotten everything together. Uh, was the process was the process relatively smooth? Did it take a long time to kind of get this, this kind of pat on the back and, and sanction from the IRS? Well, first of all, I had looked for other um, independently owned because there were always um, larger companies like H&R Block, Liberty Tax that had already done this, but I didn't know anybody independently. So I went on a search. I'm talking about different states. I couldn't find nobody. I was like, wait a minute. Nobody's available? And I said, well, if it's this hard for me to find somebody, I said, I got to do this for sure. And let me tell you, the process was supposed to be way longer than what it was, but God gave me favor with the IRS. Mm. They gave me he gave me favor with the IRS. I got the right person who literally helped me walk me through step by step making sure that my content was exactly what they were looking for, making sure I had the right verbiage and you know just I'm telling you, it was favor because he no longer works there, and this is something that he wow. normally does not do. And so it was just favor. It really was. Favor. <laughs> favor. Yeah. And, you know, this is this is really, like, resonating. And, listeners, this should resonate with you because last week we had um, Chanel Simmons on, um, who is a tax professional, but she worked previously worked for the IRS. Um, and was an auditor for the IRS. And so I think just hearing your story, hearing what she had to say, it demystifies kind of like this big, ugly, you know, monster that a lot of times people think and that, hey, these are just human beings, they, you know, that work there too, and, and there are people there that, that want to help you. And so um, I right. hope that that eases any, you know, any fear that people may have. And so what types of services are you available for right now in the area of taxes? Well, um, I'm, I'm so grateful um, this, for this tax season. I'm really launching um, a lot of products and services to help tax professionals. So one of the things that I'm launching is called the Taxpreneur Academy, and this is where I help start tax. Um, startup business owners to overcome a lot of challenges with starting their tax firms. And then also for those who are already in the tax industry, I'm starting a new program that's called How to Build a Six-Figure Tax Firm. Because after I talk with a lot of tax professionals, they're not hitting the numbers um, Mm profit-wise that they desire. And so I was like, well, it's time for me to really package this since I have achieved this over and over again. So I really want to help those who are trying to do what I have already accomplished. 
Oh, right. And how can they get in touch with you about that academy? Uh, they can simply go to dedwardsonline.com, and um, we have a new website launch uh, July 1st that will have all of this information on there as well. Um, Charvetta, if you don't mind me saying this, I want, sure. I want one of the things I really want the listeners to understand is that even if there are not a lot of people who have done what they're trying to achieve, it doesn't mean that they shouldn't go after their goals. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, since, since I don't know anybody who have done this or since it's so hard for me to find someone who have done this, I might as mm-hmm. well not try because this is going to be hard. That was the mentality that I had before I be- um, became approved by the IRS. I was like, wait a minute. If I know people who are smarter than me, who have been in the tax industry way longer mm-hmm. than me, if they didn't do it, Charvette, I was like, well, you know what? A little bit on me, I might as well not try to do it. And that's the mentality that I right. had for two years. I had that mentality for two years until I until it, it kept just resonating in my spirit that I should do it. I should do it. And so I just want the listeners to understand, like whatever it is that they, if it's placed in their heart, if this is something they know they're supposed to do, they need to go after it with everything that's in them. Yes. Yes, and it doesn't matter if someone else has done it or not. That just means you're yeah. a leader and you're visionary. Mm-hmm. That yep. That's what that means. And sometimes people don't know that they're a leader or a visionary, even if, even if it's one thing. I was talking to a, a client who does um, liturgical dance mm-hmm. in, in ministries, and she had came up with this idea that's more so done – I would say in business coaching, the idea that she has. And so she says, I'm looking around and I have this idea to do X, Y, Z, but I don't see anybody else in my field doing this. Mm-hmm. So is this the wrong thing? Am I not going down the right path? I'm like, no, that means you should do it. And listen, some people going to catch on after you do it. But yes, I'm so glad you said that. I hope she's listening. I'm not going to say her name, but I hope you heard, you know, you heard G say do it. You heard me say do it. <laughs> Go do it. Yeah, do you how how much does confidence play into you know people that you work with, even if it's tax tax professionals or startup? So we talked about the faith, but is there a level of confidence that that you see people you know need with this? Oh Lord, have mercy! Definitely to succeed in the tax industry, whether they're just a tax professional, those who just prepare taxes, or those who run the business, you have to have a level of uh, a high level of confidence that what you offer is is better than your competitors. Because there's a tax office mm. basically on every corner, but also in any industry, there's a stylist in on every corner. There's a web designer on every corner. But I always yes. want people to focus on what's in. This. What do you have? What is unique about you? What is your unique selling proposition? What is so different about what you have? And I believe that's one of the keys that keep that keep entrepreneurs from tapping into their next level of success. They don't know what's unique about them. They don't know what's different about mm. their business. And when they don't know what's different about their business, then I'll start to question whether or not they're really supposed to be in this business. Then why did you get in this business if you didn't know there's something different about what you have to offer? 
okay? Oh, because there wow. are times, Charvetta, when people get into business for the wrong reason. They say, oh, I see that yeah. she looks like she's making a good amount of money. I need to go ahead and jump into the tax industry, too. Now, if you're mm-hmm. in, in whatever industry for the wrong reason and you are driven by dollars, that is your first sign of failure. So you have to have confidence in what you have to offer to the world. And I come from a service standpoint. Like, how can you serve your clients well in the industry in which you you operate? So you definitely have to have it. And and speaking of service, you know, there's there's a somewhat of a dichotomy sometimes when you have the ministry element and the Mm -hmm. service element, and then. You know, sometimes the ministry side is like, well, you shouldn't pay if this is a service or if this is ministry. Do you ever come to any intersections or cross-sections like that where there's a that kind of battle between entrepreneur serving and ministry and, and should, you, should this be this fee and should this be free? And you ever experienced any of that? Yes, and it's so funny because I am a stickler for this. I stand on this, Charvetta, is that believers, I believe that we should get paid. So for whoever yes. is ministry and they run a business, let me tell you, you should eat by the by the fruit and the work that that you service unto other people. You should, should get paid. That's why I have to go back to that mindset when you start your business because once people understand that you are serious and you are real business, then they'll treat you as such. And so when people feel like you're not serious about what you do, like you don't uh, you don't even understand your own pricing, you don't even have a way to collect payment, where you send people to to connect with you, you're still using free um It'll say charbella.wix.com. Like, you're still using free domains. Right, like, right. that's not telling people that you're serious. And so, as a believer, if you're going to tap into your power to get wealth, you better position your business. And regardless, if you're a believer or not, people will pay you for your service. You would not be a believer in broke on my watch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Yes and yes and yes to what she said. <laughs> there you go. So, if you are having that struggle... Then you know this that just freed you. You should you should feel free right about now. Yeah, all right. Listen, is I am so <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. We had an opportunity to just to, to grab a few minutes with you. I know um, we've we've got to transition, but my last question for you: the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we just want to know what continues to motivate you. Uh, what continues to motivate me is people. I know that I am an influencer, and so based upon where I've come from, I've been on my own since I was 16 years old, so I've had that hard life, and where I come from, I'm not supposed to be here, so I have people who believe in me, and every step that I make, I believe that I'm carrying somebody with me, and so when they see that I can do it based upon where I've been, I, I give them the motivation to succeed, so when I when I don't feel like doing it, Charvetta, I, I think I have a whole nation, it can be just one person, but I feel mm. like I have a whole mm-hmm. nation that's dependent on me getting to my next place. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. Well, it has been an honor to have you. Ladies and gentlemen, D. Edwards, faith-based business leader, taxpreneur, startup business expert, author, speaker, entrepreneur. Connect with her online. We tagged her, all locations. And um, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Charvetta. All right. You're welcome. 
All right, listeners, we are going to uh, transition to a quick commercial break. But listen, don't you move, don't you go anywhere, because hanging out in the virtual green room, uh, ready to come up to the mic, I hope she's enjoying some virtual snacks right now. We're going to be talking to Tanya R. Moore. She is a co-author in the new book release, Unchain My Legacy. And this book is amazing. Listen, Unchain My Legacy, uh, in Unchain My Legacy, each author exposes the truth of their stories, revealing the decisions that have threatened to shackle them, along with the future of their children and their children's children in a never-ending chain of bondage. But we get to hear how they came up and how they come out. And Tanya R. Moore is here with us, one of the co-authors, to chat all about this. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, Get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. A renewed mind, led by Coach Veronica, teaches black women to start over and create a life they love through self-reinvention, reclaiming themselves as a priority, and taking action towards their desires. Visit arenewedmindtoday.com. We have found that the most issues within our relationships, career, and self-worth stem from us forgetting to care for ourselves as much as we do for others. The void this creates causes stress, resentment, and frustration. If you are feeling stuck, wondering what else your life has to offer, or ready to experience what being your first priority feels like, let a renewed mind and Coach Veronica be your guide. Let our coaching services help you find the new you. Visit a renewedmindtoday.com. Water conservation is especially on people's minds during dry periods, but it's important all the time. One place to save water is in the home landscape. Irrigate in the early morning hours and apply no more than three-quarters of an inch of water. Make sure your irrigation system is working properly and isn't leaking. Remove weeds when you see them, keep fertilizing to a minimum, and water grass only when it starts to wilt. This public service announcement is brought to you by Gardening in a Minute. For more information about water conservation, visit GardeningInAMinute.com or contact your University of Florida IFAS County Extension Office. Does your church or ministry have a website? Are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence? If you answer no to any of these questions, you're letting countless opportunities pass you by. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, 
small businesses, and special events. Check out our portfolio at Mitchell-Productions.com. In today's world, a website is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers, or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.Mitchell-Productions.com. Let us showcase your organization to the world. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, welcome back. Welcome back again to the show. So glad to have all of our listeners tuning in, those that are hanging out on the phone lines, those listening from Facebook and Charvette.com and iTunes and Wherever you're listening from, our certainly shout out to our broadcast stations. We love you and appreciate you uh, here. So we're moving right on into our second segment. This is what I call an author spotlight. You know, we love authors here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. And so I'm bringing up to the mic Tanya R. Moore. She is a co-author in the new book release, Unchain My Legacy. She earned a bachelor's degree from the University of Phoenix, and her vast accounting knowledge and experiences span over two decades. She is currently employed by Portsmouth Redevelopment and Housing Authority as a financial specialist. She is a board member on her neighborhood civic league and a leader in her church. But listen, Tanya now realizes her options for her future are limitless. Oh, I like that. I like that. Let's bring up to the mic right now live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, Tanya R. Moore. Welcome to the show, Tanya. Hi, Charvette. Thanks for having me. Hello, you are welcome. We're so glad to have you and to be able to uh, feature you today. Thank you. Awesome. I'm so happy to be so here. Let's, oh, good, good. So let's let's chat. So um, you're a co-author in this brand new book. Now, did you always know that you would would write? Did you always kind of grow up writing? No, I didn't. Um, I just had the opportunity and I felt like, you know, one of my stories, one of my life stories could help someone. So when the opportunity presented itself, I said, yes, I could do this. Um, and this is, wow. I'll take that back. I was a little nervous, but I got into it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so you said, okay, I'm going to step out here on this water. I'm going to step out on a limb. Uh, and then it became easier as you as you started kind of walking in that direction. Yes, and I had a great um, visionary author who helped me every step of the way. Audra R. of Church. Just want to shout her out. <laughs> yes, we shout out Audra R. <laughs> up Church. Listen, she is a friend of the show. Uh, my listeners know her from uh, hashtag Coaching with Vet uh, pop up workshop. She's a speaker and panelist, so my community and our listeners, you all should be familiar with R2R Upchurch, so that's that's awesome <laughs> um, that she kind of pulled, um, pulled you along with other authors together to, to write some stories. And so how many other authors are featured in Unchain My Legacy? Including me, there are 11 other amazing women who all tell their true stories about you know, trying to 
their, their stories of pain and um, their stories of um, being shackled and or being threatened to be shackled and they just didn't want their their history or their legacy to be left unchanged so or chained I should say so we're all unchaining our legacy this new book mm. and you know legacy is a um a word that is used a lot now uh, not that it's a new word, but you hear a lot of people talking about the word legacy. And to you, you know, what do you feel, you know, legacy is? Um, legacy to me is what I what I leave to my my family and for generations down. I want to be looked up to. I want it to be admired. I want to leave something from you know, to my family and my kids and their kids, something that they can be proud of, something that they are proud to share with others. Okay, good, good, good. And I think people connect with that, of wanting to leave something behind. Yes. I want to leave something positive. I mean, we don't always get it right. Every day I wake up, I just, you know, the first thing I do is, ask God to, you know, thank God and say to him, you know, this is another day to get it right. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to, you know, walk in the room. I'm going to do, you know, what it is that you want me to do. And I don't, I won't always get it right, but I, you know, I will. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get it right. You know what? We are all under construction. You know, we drive past those construction yeah. sites, and they've got the yellow tape up saying under construction. You know, really, like all of us human beings should walk around with uh, yeah. under construction because we're all just trying to get it right. Sometimes we get it wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, most times, hopefully, we get it. We get it right. And so. Um, as you were preparing, you know, to write in Unchain My Legacy, um, tell us a little bit about um, your actual chapter. What is the title of your chapter? Okay, my chapter is called I, I Swear I Heard God Laughing. And I chose that chapter because I always I, I think of that Woody Allen saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. So, you know, and God is just always laughing at me. <laughs> so I mean, I can remember a time when I thought, you know, it was just going to be me and my son against the world. You know, we was going to do everything. We were going to, you know, just, you know, conquer the world. You know, I had no other plans other than that. <laughs> but God had other plans. You know, I met my husband. I wasn't expecting to meet anyone. I, you know, I just had it in my mind. I was never going to get married. I was never going to do anything else. It was just going to be me and my son. But God had other plans. So I could hear him laughing. Oh, wow. He had other plans. <laughs> and aren't we glad that his plans are bigger and better than our plans? Yes. Yes. I never imagined that I would be married 21 years this July, you know, to a military oh, guy. Wow. That's what I said I wouldn't do. <laughs> Wow. And so as you were writing your chapter of Unchain My Legacy, uh, was it something that um, you had to really, you know, go 
really go back and dig deep for was did it was it easy to write or was it more of a you know this is a little bit of a struggle to write well um i didn't have to go back too far because the story is is mainly about me and my daughter's relationship um her growing up as a teenager and how i thought you know this this my daughter just hated me i, I thought that she just hated us. I mean, she wouldn't talk to me. She wouldn't tell me what was going on. Um, I tried to get help for her, and she wouldn't really talk to the, you know, counselors or anything. And I just thought, wow, what happened? I needed to know what happened to her. What, why did the, you know, why is she shutting me out? So it was, you know, more recent that, um, the, the memories were more recent, so I didn't really have to go back that far. But thankfully, mm. today things are changing and looking up. She's a junior. I mean, she's a sophomore coming up in VCU this semester. So, you know, I'm I'm just ecstatic about that because she's on the dean's list. So we just we're just so excited about it. Oh, VCU but, Ram, that's my alma mater. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I'm okay. clapping in the studio. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> she, she's yeah. gonna be all right. So that's so that you know. Thanks for being, you know, being willing to kind of share, you know, your, you know, your story, so that you know it helps someone else. And w- what do you think people will walk away with when they, you know, when they purchase and read Unchain My Legacy? Well. From, from my chapter, I think that they would walk away with going, mm, you know what, she did this. I mean, it, it didn't turn out as bad as I was thinking, and things don't last always. I mean, there is a turning mm-hmm. point. So it's like while I was going through this, I call it a little storm. While I was going through this little storm, I thought, oh, my God, when is this going to end? When is she going to like me? When are things going to change? I just can't wait for them to change. But uh-huh. but once they did change, I was like, well, people kept telling me, it's going to change when she goes to college. She's going to have a different attitude. And then one of my girlfriends told me, well, maybe you need to get therapy. You know, mm. so I was thinking, uh-huh. I don't have a problem, you know, <laughs> but then I realized maybe I do need to get some therapy just to learn how to deal with, you know, what was going on. Yeah. So, you know, eventually, you know, I did talk to people and they helped me out by, you know, kind of giving me exercises to do and what, how to think about things and how to look at things and you know, you're not a bad parent type thing. So it, it helped a lot. Okay, good. And so now you probably can offer suggestions and, and, and tips to the others that have teenagers, uh, you know, that are that are in in the stage where you were. So, you know, let's say there's a parent that's listening in um, saying, you know, that that sounds like my situation. I don't even know, you know, half the time if my teenager even likes me. And I still got to cook and still got to clean and still got to buy their sneakers and all of that. Um, what what maybe one or two things would you say to encourage that parent? Well, I would say not to give up on your kids, not to get, get frustrated. Just do 
everything that you can do. Just make sure you're doing the right thing. You know, just make sure that they know that they can always come and talk to you. You know, make them feel comfortable. And another thing, I wouldn't talk to them as they're like their children, kids, you know, I would talk to them like they're young adults. And I would always have like teaching moments. Anything that happens, I would always have like a, okay, well, this is a teaching moment. And it could be a teaching moment for both of us or both of you, your child and you. Because if you listen to your children, they, you know, you can hear things that they are not saying as well as what they are saying. So, you know, I would just say, you know, to be encouraged, just to keep and never give up, just to keep at it. All right. That's some good advice right there from, as they say, the VOE, Voice of Experience. <laughs> the Voice <laughs> of Experience talking um, right there. Listeners, if you uh, just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. Uh, which happens to be where BCU is, and we are heard all across the world wide web. We're excited um, to be hanging out here in the virtual studio featuring one of the authors uh, of Unchained, My Legacy. Shout out to visionary author Audra Upchurch uh, and all of the other uh, dynamic authors that are featured in Unchained, My Legacy. And we're hanging out here with Tanya R. Moore. And so, Tanya, how can um, people purchase a copy of the book? Oh, okay. Well, they can follow me on Tanya R. Moore um, on Facebook. And they can also, right now we are ramping up for our Amazon launch next week. So they can go to my website, Tanya at UnchainMyLegacy.com. And they can leave their name and email, and I will send them a link to how to purchase the book on Amazon. So that's coming up in a week. Oh, so listeners, you are right smack dab on time to uh, get in on this. And again, uh, I'm telling you what, Unchained My Legacy is a book that you want to purchase. How owning yeah. your our choices free us and those we love. And so, uh, did you find writing your chapter was therapeutic in a way? Yes, I definitely felt felt that it was therapeutic. I got to, you know, just really talk it out. Um, I, I I knew I had support from my friends; they were all supportive. But really, just writing writing it out made me understand it even more. Even maybe seeing it from maybe her point of view as well. Um, before my daughter left for college, I wrote her what I call a love letter. So that oh. love letter is in the book. And, you know, when I read it to my friends, they when I gave it to my friends to read, they were like in tears. They were like, oh, my God, I want to do that. So I oh. think that's something that all parents should do to their, for their kids, just to let them know that, you know, they really do love them no matter what they're going through. That's good. That is good <laughs> advice right there. And it's something that'll last for, you know, yeah. ever. Yeah. You go back they can and pick read that up it. at any time. Whenever they need yeah, encouragement. They I think that is awesome. That's awesome. I don't know if you watch the OWN Network, but um, the book of John Gray, who is uh, a pastor um, previously with um, – mm-hmm. 
Pastor Joel Osteen, and now he's pastoring his own church. And at the end of each episode, he writes a letter to his father. His father has passed, but he writes a letter to his his father. And so I think that writing to a parent or a parent writing to a child, I think it's very, um, very profound. Okay. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, just you in general. So you are a finance specialist. Uh, so when did the, the accounting and the finance bug bite you? <laughs> um, in high school, I kind of always knew that I wanted to do accounting in some form. But when I first got out of high school, I had, you know, medial-type jobs. I worked at this place, this fast food store called um, Roy Rogers. I don't know if they have those everywhere, <laughs> but they had yeah. it in Maryland where I live. <laughs> yeah. So I worked there um, during high school, and soon as soon as the last day of high school, I quit that job. <laughs> and I had no other job. <laughs> like, my mom was looking at me real crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then eventually um, I went to work for the federal government. Um, I worked in Crystal City. And while I was working as a secretary there, my boss, he saw something in me, obviously. And he told me that if I went to school, you know, that I was, if I was willing to go to school, that they would pay for it to get, at this time, I only needed 24 credit hours. So if he told me that if I did that, then he would promote me. And I did that, and he promoted me. So ever since then, <laughs> I have been doing accounting. <laughs> wow. And but so this yeah. is awesome because our first first segment featured uh, D. Edwards, who is a taxpreneur. So we, we got <laughs> all the money people on this show. This is <laughs> this is the wealth and the money show right right here. And um, I love that you're active also um, in your community, you know, as a leader in your church, a leader in your community. And, you know, we see so much going on in the news and all of that. How important is it for, for us as just individuals to be stand up and be leaders in our communities? How, how important is that? I think that people are looking at, at us or looking for leadership. And I think... Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say everybody has that leadership bone, but I think that people can take the lead on some, certain things. Like, for example, in my in my civic league, in my neighborhood civic league, I'm not I'm on the board, but I'm not really a, a leader on the board. But people look to me every time we have a meeting. They look to yeah. me to say, "What's next? Or what do we want to do here? Or, or let's plan this. Can you do this? Can you do that?" And I'm seeing the I seem to be the only one that's doing that, you know. So it's just, uh-huh. it's something that you have to do. It's like you just got to take control sometimes. And even though I don't want to, I end up doing it. And I really mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I think that's a part of legacy building. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, and that's what came to mind as I just kind of looked at you know you and your leadership roles that you have, whether they have a direct, you know, quote unquote leader role, but just being a part of of that organization and being a leader in your church, like I think that ties directly into legacy. Um, and then too, you know, those that are that see you in those roles, um, you know, the this book, hopefully, you know, they'll grab it and they'll, you know, be able to say, yes, you know, it's this is not her just writing in the book. We see her as a stand up, you know, citizen in the community, and I think it just really matters. I think it really, I like really that. matters. What, do you agree? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I, I want that's how I want people to see me. Because there was a time that people did not see me like that. <laughs> um, mm. there was some, I can tell some stories, but I digress. I won't do that today. <laughs> yes, we're gonna save that for the next I, book. We're gonna we're gonna save that for the next book. But that's how I want people to see me. One person told me I was the meanest person they ever met. I didn't like that title. Oh my! So, <laughs> so I, that's that's not the legacy I want to be. So now right. I'm starting on new chapters and and doing new things that people can be proud of, and my kids can say, "Yes, that's my mama." You know. Oh so gosh, I love I'm that. Headed. I I love that. It's not where you start; it's where you it's where you finish. It's where you end yeah, up. So right. you know, maybe that was someone's thought it way back then, but it's definitely <laughs> not where you're ending up. And so, one more no time, now. tell our listeners, um, you know, how to get ready for this. You know, the launch on Amazon for Unchain My Legacy. Okay, they can um, follow me on Facebook at Tanya R Moore. And they can also go to my webpage, Tanya at UnchainMyLegacy.com, and they can put their name and email address, and I will send them a link on how to um, purchase Amazon, uh, how, how to purchase a book on Amazon. Oh, and right. And I have tagged Tanya. Mm-hmm. Next week. All right. And I've tagged Tanya on Facebook. It is a public post, so I know you're following me, listeners. Uh, Facebook.com slash Charvette is a great connection point. So um, if you are saying, hey, what, where, listen, just go to my page and you'll be able to connect. (laughs) And um, for those that are hanging out on Charvette.com, we've got a full blog post there uh, about Tanya. So you can also connect from Charvette. So those are really great, really great connection points. And so um, one thing that I love to ask all of my guests, because the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And um, we just want to know what continues to motivate you, Tanya. Um, Just learning new things, meeting new people. I've met a lot of new people on this journey. And I'm just so grateful I have gotten to know um you know, countless of people on Facebook. And at one time, no one would try to request me. But now I'm getting friend requests all the time from people I don't even know. And I just love it. I'm so excited. So what motivates me is people. And I love to see entrepreneurs because that's what I want to be. So that's where I'm headed. That's my goal. All right. And Charvette. Well, you're rubbing shoulders <laughs> with the right people. <laughs> yes. And I do have you... something that, that I have in mind coming up for oh, yeah. um, Tell us about it. a new book. <laughs> a new book idea. Ooh, can we get well, a sneak peek? I, yeah. Well, yeah, somewhat. You know, I'm still working out the kinks, but, you know, um, I live with um, something called alopecia. So I'm... Oh. I'm thinking, you know, that there are other people among me, some of my friends maybe even, who are also living with alopecia. So I was, you know, contemplating here on maybe doing my own anthology on living with alopecia. My cousin has, my little cousin has alopecia. 
Oh, yes. okay. My cousin has so, alopecia. My little cousin, I guess the second cousin. Mm-hmm. My mom is listening. The mom texts me, mm-hmm. is, is she first or second cousin? But anyway, um, <laughs> I, yes, my cousin has <laughs> alopecia. So I think it is definitely uh, more widespread than, you know, yeah. maybe that than it was in the past or either, you know, I don't know. So that sounds definitely like um, a topic that would help you know, help people. And so shout out to you for even thinking of, you know, going in that direction of, you know, not kind of retreating and and crawling under a rock about it, but saying, you know what, let Mm -hmm. me shine a spotlight on this topic. Yes. And I never would have been able to do that. I would have never been able to do that if I had not have written this, this chapter. I didn't, I didn't, I would have never thought that, but this chapter has, this book has really opened up new doors for me. And I'm excited. Wow. Well, whenever you unchain my legacy, listen, whenever you say unchain, that means the doors are open, honey. Open. All limits are broken. (laughs) The floodgates are open. And just like you said in your bio, you are limitless. So, I mean, listen, this is is what this is. Again, shout out to Audra R. Upchurch, the visionary author for Unchain My Legacy, and all of the authors. Uh, And so, listeners, you're going to get to hear from a few other authors coming up in the coming weeks and months. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're excited to just feature you guys and just hear a little bit more, um, you know, from you. And so one more time before we wrap up, just let listeners know how they can connect with you and, you know, get prepared for the Amazon launch. Okay. Um, They can come to my website, Tanya, at UnchainMyLegacy.com and give me their name and email address or leave their name and email address and I will send them the link or they can follow me on Facebook at Tanya R. Moore and I also have a business page Tanya Renata Moore so they can reach me there too All right, a couple different connection points. Well, we are excited that we got a chance to feature you on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show and just excited for you and all of the authors in this entire um, book release, uh, Unchain My Legacy. And thank you so much for stopping by the show. All right, thank you, Charvette, for having me. All right, you are welcome. You are welcome. All right, listeners, that is going to wrap up another edition of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Um, We are so excited that um, you just stopped by today, Uh, whether you're listening live or, listen, you're one of our podcast listeners or our uh, mobile app listeners, or you may be listening from an Alexa device. We appreciate you, and certainly we got to shout out all of our broadcast stations who rebroadcast and uh, and air the show. We appreciate you. Go to Charvette.com if you missed any portion of this interview or any portion of the first segment, you can go back and check it out at charvette.com. You can check out um, past interviews. We have past interviews there uh, that you can also check out. And so we invite you, and if you're interested in being a sponsor or a guest of the show, just go to the contact page, and we'll connect with you there. Um, Also, we are excited uh, to let you know that we offer web design services. So web design services uh, geared towards female entrepreneurs who want to build their online platform so that they can generate revenue uh, with an amazing online brand. And so I invite you to go to charvettemitchell.com. See how I made it easy for you? The radio show is Charvette. You know, hey, girl, hey, just Charvette. And then the full website um, with my uh, web design services, coaching programs, all of that is Charvette. 
mitchell.com. And so I invite you there um, to connect. So let's go to the next level with your presence, with your brand, with your business. Um, I want to help take you to the next level. If you're an author, we should connect. If you're a coach, we should connect. If you're a small business owner, let us connect at charvettemitchell.com. And then last, I want to let you know I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh! I'm coming your way. So if you're in North Carolina or you know someone in North Carolina, meet me Saturday, July 14th at 11:30 a.m. Oh my goodness, we're going to be at the Brio Tuscan Grill. A great workshop. It's a pop-up workshop. I popped up in Atlanta uh, a little while ago. I'm popping up in Raleigh, July 14th. So meet me. Go to HeyGirlHey.biz. HeyGirlHey.biz. We'll have all of the information for that. And if you said, Charvette, I can't remember that. Listen, just CharvetteMitchell.com will get you everything uh, that you need to know. CharvetteMitchell.com. But meet me in Raleigh or send a female entrepreneur uh, my way, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Saturday, July 14th. HeyGirlHey.biz. We're going to be talking about digital products and virtual products that will help you get some more coins and some more money. All right, this has been great. Thank you so much again. I'll be hanging out with you guys on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, Until we meet again, peace, love, and joy. We'll see you later. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.